All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys. Quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up in a brand new year and a brand new decade. My name is Brock Armstrong. I'm the Get Fit Guy, and it isn't essential to our overall fitness, but Having a few pieces of fitness gear around can help us stay motivated, give us a training edge, or even allow us to reach those bucket list fitness goals. Over the last few weeks, I sent a message out to you listeners and readers and asked you to let me know the pieces of fitness gear that have served you so well in this last decade that you'll be bringing them with you into the new decade. I received a bunch of emails and a pile of voicemail detailing everything from basic stuff like running shoes, thanks Jen, to more elaborate things that I actually had to look up, like the Bowflex Max Trainer, thanks Karen. Now before we dive into the gear that was submitted by you guys, I'd like to recap some of the gear that I covered in the past year. Now, back in January, I took a look at occlusion training and how it can aid in muscle growth and allow you to lift lighter weights while reaping the same benefits as lifting heavier weights. To do that, you need some gear that I think is essential for any fit individual, and that is resistance bands. And I gotta say, I will definitely be using my resistance bands in the new year and onward. In an interview with neuroscientist Dr. Bob Schaefer, I looked at how your brain keeps your body fit. Now, during our conversation, we talked about a piece of software called Lumosity. While playing brain games on your phone can't grow your biceps or increase your flexibility directly, indirectly, it can have a large impact on our fitness. And as Dr. Schaefer said in the interview, Habits, focus, and repetition are just scratching the surface of how our brains can play an important role in optimizing our fitness levels. Then, last spring, I went undercover at a gym called Nine Round and tried my hands at a boxing-style workout. While my experience was not exactly stellar at Nine Round, I did get an appreciation for how challenging and fun a boxing-style workout can be. This made me seek out some other gyms that are cheaper and more conveniently located for me so I could use their (laughs) frustration-relieving heavy bags and gloves on a semi-regular basis. Then, responding to some audience questions, I wrote about whether or not amino acids build bigger muscles. Now, the verdict was that most of us do not need to purchase them if our diet is rich enough in the essential building block known as protein, but... If you feel that your diet is deficient, amino acids are a piece of gear you could consider investing in. Then, getting better at cycling requires that we have one of my favorite pieces of fitness gear, a bike. Now, once you own a bike, you could also invest in a bike trainer or even a smart trainer. 
This will allow you to ride in the climate-controlled safety of your own home. You can also accomplish some very specific workouts that are otherwise tricky to do out there in the real world, like single leg pedaling, for example. And of course, if you're going to be safer than I was, at least in the photo that went along with my summer cycling vacation in Scandinavia article, you will need a piece of gear called a helmet as well. And while not technically a piece of gear, we learned from Dr. Dan Reardon that a DNA test from a company called Fitness Genes could help you zero in and target your own specific fitness needs. And much to my delight, a DNA test can even tell me how I'm going to react to one of my favorite pieces of fitness gear, which is a cup of coffee. And you may remember that I examined the impact of coffee, and more specifically caffeine, in my episode about whether avoiding caffeine can boost your athletic performance. Then, one of the best pieces of fitness gear that you can invest in is a book. Now, whether it's the book called Peak by Dr. Mark Bubbs, or the book called Dottir by Katrin Davis-Dottir, or Good to Go by Christy Ashwanden, all of which you'll find links to in the show notes at quickanddirtytips.com slash getfitguy, well, you can get information, training plans, or good old inspiration from a piece of gear called a book. Finishing off the list is a couple more solid pieces of gear. First is a brand of minimalist footwear from Vivo Barefoot CEO Galahad Clark, who joined me to talk about whether or not we should be going barefoot more often. Then, more recently, Rahul Bernath, the marketing director of an artificial intelligence-controlled stationary bike called Carol, joined me for a friendly debate about whether or not you can truly get fit from riding a stationary bike just a few times per week. Now, I am a fan of both minimalist shoes and the bike, but not for the reasons you might expect, so you may want to go back and revisit those episodes. Okay, now let's take a look at what you, the listeners and readers, have been using and plan to continue using as we close our eyes and dive headfirst into this new decade, starting with Raul. My must-have fitness gear that I'm taking into the 2020 fitness season is uh, definitely my Garmin Phoenix 5. It has been invaluable to me over the last year in ultra running, uh, largely because I have to track my progress, I have to track my distance, um, I have to track my calories, I have to track everything. And without that, I am just kind of running around aimlessly uh, in the woods. So yeah, Garmin Phoenix 5, without a doubt. Yes, we don't want you running around aimlessly in the woods, Raul. Thanks, man. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. 
The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. Now, next up is Morgan. Hi, Brock. Going into 2020, I will definitely be bringing in warm layers. I love to hike, especially in the fall and winter when the scenery is so beautiful. So warm layers are a must, um, super important. And they're great because I can wear them all on when I first start going out. And then I can peel them back one by one as I get my heart rate up. I can totally identify with what Morgan's talking about. Yesterday, I went for a 75-minute bike ride. I started with four layers and I ended the bike ride with just one. Now, let's move on to Dan. Hey, Brock. One piece of equipment that I'd like to bring with me into the new year is a smart trainer. Smart trainers are awesome, and that's what I'm going to bring into the new year. Bye. I love my smart trainer, too, and if you're interested in seeing how I use it, you can go to quickanddirtytips.com slash getfitguy, and I'll embed a video in the page for this podcast showing you how I have my smart trainer set up. Now let's hear what Emily has to say. Hey, Brock. I cannot say enough good things about my foam roller, so that would definitely be the piece of equipment I'm bringing into 2020. I do a lot of running, and I always use it before or after my long runs or my sprint workouts or even just running up and down the block a few times. I know it saved me from a million aches and pains, and it's absolutely a staple in my workout routine. I love that Emily is using her foam roller before and after her runs. That's a great way to warm up and also a great way to cool down. Nice one, Emily. Now let's hear from Dean. This is Dean Dwyer. So I'm just looking around my place here. There are push-up bars that I quite enjoy. Use those every day. There is a 10-pound, I'm going to say medicine ball, but I don't think that's the best, uh, I don't think that's the correct name for it, but it's some sort of weighted ball, but it's 10 pounds. Uh, I have a over the door frame pull up bar that I love. I have something I do tricep dips on called a dip station and a stability ball. And I'm also going to include a heart rate monitor. I don't know if that falls under equipment. Oh, sorry. One more skipping rope. That's actually been new and that's quite enjoyable. That's it. I hope that helps. Okay, Dean sounds like he's got one heck of a home gym setup. Nice work, Dean. Now let's hear from Karen. Hi, Brock. This is Karen calling from the beautiful state of Washington. And I'm calling about my favorite piece of fitness equipment. It's my Keen hiking shoes. Uh, We have lovely trails all over the state, and I enjoy walking on them. And these shoes have carried me everywhere I want to go for the past two or three years. My other favorite thing to have on the trails with me isn't a piece of fitness equipment at all. It's my dog. He's a great companion. Thanks, as always, for a wonderful show. Nice one, Karen. I'm uh, not sure a dog counts as a piece of gear, but I love it anyway. And now let's hear from Tess. The piece of workout equipment I can't live without is my Fitbit. I love knowing my step count and heart rate, and I feel like it makes me actively choose to live a healthy lifestyle. That's awesome, Tess. I totally agree. I've got an Apple Watch, and as much as I love to hate it, I also love to love it. Now, Heidi actually sent me an email and said that she likes her gym membership and will be continuing to use that because it provides her with a variety of exercises that she needs so she can stay interested in her workouts. 
She likes that she can work out alone or with a group, and making friends with people in the class helps her keep returning since she knows she'll only see those people at the Y. Then Karen wrote in to me and she said that her favorite piece of exercise equipment is her Garmin Connect computer program. She feels that it's not just some particular watch or activity tracker that she prefers, but the Connect website or web app that keeps track of all her workouts is really what she likes. She enjoys keeping track of her progress, or lack thereof, she interjected, as well as her heart rate and GPS tracking. Now, Karen also mentioned that she likes something called a guy am peanut. At least that's how I think you say it. Now, Neil also sent me an email saying that his favorite addition to his workout regimen is the Gym Fit Resistance Band Handles. He goes on to say that he uses them to get a good resistance training workout at home. And finally, Maureen wrote in and said that the three items she's using more and more as she gets more and more fit are an over-the-door pull-up bar, an ab wheel, and since it was sleeting outside where she lives when she sent the email, she also uses something called Catula Microspikes to make her shoes less slippery. So, yes, it has been a gear-filled year. And yet, at the same time, well, it hasn't. If you've been following the blog in this podcast for a while, you know that I am a firm believer that fitness, first and foremost, comes from the movement that we do outside of a formal exercise setting. You know, we can spend 30 to 90 minutes each day sweating like crazy in a body pump class or pedaling away at Soul Cycle, but if we spend the rest of the day firmly planted in a chair, well, it may all be for naught. So, aside from all the fun gear that we just talked about, let's make a pact to actually get more movement into our days in this new decade and treat gear the way it should be treated, as a fun way to jazz up our dedicated exercise time, but not as some panacea or a necessity. For example, personally, I have made peace with my Apple Watch by disabling most of its notifications, and I now use it as a tool not as some step-counting overlord. Well, let me take this moment to wish you all a happy new year if you're listening to this podcast when it first comes out, which is actually New Year's Eve 2019. So happy new year to you all. I can't wait to spend the next decade with you. And to kick off the next decade, next week I'm going to be talking about a pretty serious piece of gear called Normatech. And I've got a special guest joining me as well. Now, my name is Brock Armstrong, the Get Fit Guy, and from all of us here at Quick and Dirty Tips, including Karen Hertzberg, Morgan Ratner, Michelle Margulis, Emily Miller, and Kathy Doyle, what are you waiting for? Make this next decade a fit one. Fit one.